How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, everybody. Just a few minutes after 7 o'clock, we welcome you in live to Tea to Green. We're live out on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. My name is Brian Cozio, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Kevin Sylvester, the third man of our team, is in Orlando at Bay Hill at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And uh, we'll have Kevin on a little bit later on in the show. He's working this week down there at the event. So uh, we'll get an update from Kevin on the PGA Tour event. But we're excited to be at Pendleton Greek Golf Club in North Tonawanda, one of our home clubs this week. Jeff, great to be back. How are you? It's nice to get the season started up again, huh? It's a little chilly, but we're going to have, it's supposed to be 60 tomorrow. I wonder how many golfers will be calling uh, Mr. Don Schneider here asking if the course is open tomorrow. Absolutely. It's fun to be back. For sure. Let's bring in uh, the third man of our panel here this morning. Don, let's make sure the mic is up on the on position there for me. Since there we go. It's on and going. Don Schneider, the director of golf, membership director as well here at uh, Pendleton Creek, Western York PGA Pro. Don, good morning. Morning, guys. Thanks for having us here this week as always. Warm Thanks. hospitality like you always give us. Thanks for being here. Yeah, normally we're here. There's a buzz of activity and there's people and golfers and carts and it's a little cold this morning, so we just don't have that yet. But the bar looks good. I know it's a little early for the bar, but yeah. We're inside mm, the pub. For some people. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that's right. So we're inside the Pendleton Creek Golf Pub here, and uh it's it's been dressed up a little. Don as have some of the things around uh the building itself here over the winter. Uh, for those that may be uh, a little unfamiliar with Pendleton Creek, uh, it was Tantara Golf Club for many years. Uh, last year went under an ownership change and a name change to Pendleton Creek. And uh, a big part of the ownership's drive to uh, make this a fun experience, Don, has been a lot of the improvements that we've seen over the year and a half or so, and I know they're continuing now. Yeah, uh, Brian, it's um, it's a totally different vibe here. and. Uh, the ownership group, it's a group of five uh, current owners, and uh, we're going into year two, uh, season two. And uh, they just uh, uh, basically uh, remodeled a lot of things. Uh, you know, started with the kitchen, uh, moved out to the pub, 
the patio's fantastic. They've got a, a new half wall drop down curtains. We've got heat and we got cornhole leagues going on on Tuesday, Thursdays. So, you know, we went from being uh, not long ago, we were actually closed uh, for the months of January and February. We went from that to now, if you want to come in for dinner last night, there was uh, 220 reservations, I believe. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we, we've gone from um, closed to busy uh, in, in a short period. And so uh, now they've got some other plans coming up. Um, they're calling it Phase 2. Um, some really exciting things, and it just went out to membership, so I can share it uh, with you. But uh, remodeling bathrooms in our uh, locker rooms, both men's and ladies, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, you know, uh, structural work being done as well. It's not as exciting, but it's roofs and things like that. But um, And then, uh, you know, we're calling it Phase 2, uh, focusing on the golf course. And this is my uh, my fun part, is um, I've been asking for some paving work that's going to happen where we have our stage, uh, cart stage and those kind of things. Um, a huge thing is a drainage project. Uh, so there's a drainage project. They're going to be replacing the main lines running across the whole golf course. Uh, will greatly improve our drainage and uh, our cart pass will be more accessible. Um, so that's exciting stuff going on. Uh, kind of catching me off guard. These guys, I you know, they have meetings every two weeks, and I'm part of uh, those sometimes. And uh, they just dropped the the, the bathroom uh, locker room uh, renovation on me just the other day, and I was shocked because uh, I, I I can't imagine what that's costing. But uh, you know, that's what their that's what their uh, idea is. They came in here and they knew. Uh, what needed to be done, and and really, uh, they're going to do whatever it takes. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think infrastructure is fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a golf, <laughs> as a person who manages golf operations, that's that's the cool stuff. Hey, if you know you got a new roof and new car pads, that's uh, you, you know you got a good 10, 15 years of of a clean sailing ahead of you. So, I to me, that's exciting, and that's what makes it fun. And that and the members notice that stuff too. And and as you walk in here, and I've been coming here for years and years, and you know, you notice the difference right away when you walk in. And things, the the atmosphere, the the infrastructure, everything's definitely definitely improved mm -hmm. yeah for those that haven't played the golf course too it's a flatter golf course don so the drainage piece obviously is something that would be important on any golf course but here so maybe a little bit even more important correct um i mean we we know the, the trouble spots and uh you know our, our ownership always reaches out to members first and we have uh, a member that's going to help us with this project and you know we took a ride out there in the fall a few times and said hey we know we know the trouble areas you know number six number seven and you know they're low areas they don't drain well and you know, the car path itself is underwater. So um, it, it only happened, you know, when it was heavy rain and, you know, overnight type of thing and it would drain. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's a big improvement. I'm sure um, it's going to take some time. Um, uh, you know, I, we're going to break ground this spring. They also started working on the tee boxes. Uh, they started that project last fall. Uh, so we, they, uh, uh, they, they came, became crowned over time as we fill our sand divots and, you know, it gets high in the middle and lower on the edges, and so uh, they're redoing that. Jeff's uh, is kind of an expert in that area, so he can understand that. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like people want flat tees, and the, and it's actually a lot of tees are out, the front is elevated, like one or two degrees, so you hit up on it. But Robert Trent Jones, when he designed tees, he actually designed them crown sometimes. So uh, oh, so we should leave him alone. <laughs> he's not with us anymore. Okay, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, and that's it's the little things that make your golf experience nicer. You know, drier fairways, it gives you more days to play. Nicer teeing surfaces, you know, putting surfaces are always super important. So mm -hmm. that's all exciting stuff. I know if I'm on, on that on your end, I'd be real excited about all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's a totally different world here. You know, I was. 
Um, I'm kind of one of the guys that was here when we were owned by, uh, corporately owned, and uh, you know they they took took care of things. I would call it maintenance. Um, um, and so, but th- this is totally different. These guys come in and and they have a vision, and you know they want to improve it, and uh, they, they they're not uh, so concerned about uh, revenues right now to to you know to make to make money. I mean they they want to improve the place. They want it to be uh, what they what they want it to be. Uh, you know, like a labor of love. Yeah, yeah. Golf last year in Western New York, we've talked about it a lot on our show, took another big step in the right direction. Uh, from all the, the bad things of the pandemic, golf seemed to go the other way, which is a positive thing for our industry. And, uh, Don, we know here uh, it's a course that gets a lot of rounds of play. But, I mean, people were excited to play golf. I mean, you know, I'm here. I'm excited to play. Uh, it is um, it's something that... Uh, you're feeling here. I'm feeling when we're here. We're, feel, we're, we're feeling it across golf courses all across Western New York. And uh, I think it's exciting to be, you know, my teeny little piece of being a part of the golf industry here in Western New York is this radio show. But I'm feeling it everywhere. And I know mm-hmm. you, I'm, Jeff, you and Don, as PGA professionals, I'm sure that's got to be something that excites you and motivates you because I'm sure part of the reason that you know, you became a PGA pro at some point. The decision was is that you wanted others to get excited about golf. And you want to be around it. Can you quantify the uh, level of the rise in your rounds over the last few years? Can you, like, I don't think people understand how much golf has grown in, in the last two summers. Well, I, I think, you know, um, COVID has been, I don't think any of us knew what was going to happen. And, and, you know, I was nervous as membership director wondering, you know, my, what's going to happen here? Are people not going to be working? They're not going to, you know, we're not going to have the membership that we had. And um, really, it's been a resurgence. Um, it's kind of like the Tiger era where, you know, people are excited uh, to play again. It was something we could do outside, be safe. And we, you know, we all, we all work through that, you know, restrictions on carts and restrictions and everything. But now we're fully open, no masks, and it's awesome. And, you know, our membership is full. Um, I have a wait list. So, um you know, that hasn't happened in a few years. Yeah. So it's great. Well, it's part of that speaks to what they've done here, too. So it's made it more appealing. And golf has grown massive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rounds over, year over year are like 10% nationally or something. Cra- I mean, that's, which no, those numbers are hard to, hard to really wrap your arms around when you look at the, the 30,000-foot level of golf because it really has grown. And, and the good thing about that is once you introduce somebody to the game, they play it. You know, you'll play it forever almost, or most people will. Mm-hmm. So it's a lifelong game. So if you get someone in, like you get your kids in, like your junior program, those people play forever. And all these new golfers that have been introduced to the game over the last year or so, now those are all people that are, are going to be uh, populating our golf clubs for many, many years to come. That's 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 the one benefit of this whole deal. Yeah, you mentioned the juniors, and um, I helped Don out with the junior camp here in the summer, Don. We had by far the most kids we've ever had. So that's another sign that even that the family is excited about golf. Yeah, I think uh, last year we uh, we had 90 kids in our program. So, I mean, we maxed it out, really, from what we can handle. And your help and some other folks, we've got some other uh, great members that help us with junior junior golf as well. And our staff, you know, we got all the guys involved last year, so it was nice. Um, and it's going to continue, and, and that's a big part of our growth uh, has been in the memberships that uh, people have joined uh, this off season. Um, there's a lot of families and there's and there's people with uh, kids that are, are going to play. Um, I've got it, we're proud to say that we've got three kids that made and one of, one of them's your son uh, that made their high school teams um, as seventh and eighth graders. Um, and they had been in our program and, you know, we kind of we, we, we call it molding them. And how powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix. 
and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. Welcome back to Tee to Green. We're live at Pendleton Creek Golf Club here in North Tonawan. It is time for the check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and the Norwegian Victor Hovland is your leader after two rounds. He is at nine under par after shooting a 69-66 over the first two days. Terrell Hatton is two back, along with Taylor Gooch and Rory McElroy, who is at Seven under par. McElroy's played this tournament outstanding over the course of his, or he's been outstanding over the course of his career in this event. Billy Horschel is three back. He's at minus six. So there's your top five. Uh, we'll be checking in with Kevin Sylvester toward the end of our show here uh, on Tee to Green. He's live uh, in Orlando, or he will be live in Orlando coming up in just a moment. But we're back here at Pendleton Creek on Tee to Green. Thanks for being with us. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, and also the PGA Pro and membership director here and the director of golf, Don Schneider. Uh, from Pendleton Creek. Um, Want to get to our tip of the week here? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Brought to you by the Western York PGA. The Western York PGA growing the game today, tomorrow, and beyond. All right. Let's talk a little bit about putting. All right. I saw John Rahm. Did you see him miss like a one ten inch less than a foot putt there? Left it short. Yeah. yeah. Now, we know on the Pro Tour they've got to putt everything out. Okay. A lot of times that putt would never be put out if you're playing in a round with buddies because they're just going to throw or it. Me. Yes. Or me, yeah. They're going to throw it back at you, right, for sure. Let's talk a little bit about short putting. We know sometimes we are putting things out. You're playing in a tournament. You're playing in an event where you have to putt everything out. Um, because we give the three-footer a lot, sometimes uh, that could be a little you know, nerve-wracking for some. But maybe let's just talk about maybe the, the inside 10 feet. How about some of these... The short putts that you know you should make, Don, um, what's, some real, real, what's some expectations on maybe 
the five to six footer, you know, the just outside the gimme range there. What are, what are some of your thoughts when you think about a short putt like that? I, I think it's I think it has to do with uh, routine. So you, you have to have the same routine. And when I'm giving a putting lesson, I'm, you know, my line is, hey, if it's a 20-footer or a two-footer, your routine should not change. Uh, the best putter I've seen live in my in my life, and probably you guys too, is Tiger. You know, from 10 feet feet it in, he's solid. And and if you watch his routine, it doesn't change. So, you know, he he sets the putter in, or he takes his practice strokes first, sets the putter behind the ball, takes this, the whole setup with his stance, and nothing's different than if it were a long putt. And he goes through that same routine. Um, and I guess that applies right through the whole golf course. But I think a lot of people, when it's putting, they just take that one for granted and they're just going to kind of rake it in and, uh, you know, just don't take the time. Or sometimes you, you step over one and you're afraid to get in somebody's line and let me get that out of the way. And then you miss it and then you feel like a real uh, jerk, you know, because you didn't take your time. So. And I think that there's expectations that come with short putts, and I think that, you know, sometimes people get nervous and jittery over the shorter ones just because you feel that expectation to make. The, the one stat I loved is that we talked about Tiger back in his, in his peak. I think he made 511 out of 514 putts inside of three feet at some point. And, you know, he's putting up the Masters downhill, left to righters, under pressure to win tournaments and all that. The thing I think is super important with is short putts, I, I agree, totally routine because you want to treat every shot the same and give it the same you know, um, pa- uh, blade alignment and path and, and, and how you're starting the ball off on line is really important with short putts. So that's one of those things where one of my favorite drills, obviously, is the chalk line where you get three feet from the hole. You don't do 10-footers on chalk lines. You do three, four-footers on chalk lines, and your superintendent will want you to move once in a while because if you stand in the same spot, you'll tear up that green. But mm. making putts like that, and the beauty of something like that is you watch that putt go in time and time and time again, and you're working on those fundamentals, and you know you're starting that putt on line. And that becomes something that it's a confidence thing, you know, and if you miss one, it's almost like, geez, what happened to maybe I misread it or maybe, but the speed is less important with those three footers, but the line is going to be super important. And what I see with a lot of amateur and and, and players is their body moves. So I like a person when they're having these short putts, just make sure that body is locked in there solid. If you watch good putters on TV, their knees are not moving. If you play with your buddies, watch how when they putt on the long putts, 90, not nine, whatever. A lot of the times, those legs and knees kind of move with it. And and the more things you have moving, the more things that can go wrong. So keep your stroke as simple as possible. Really lock in that lower body. And I always, before a round of golf, especially a tournament round, I tried to finish by making two, three, four, three, four footers, watching them go right in the center of the hole. And, and sometimes the best shot you hit all day is a three-foot putt and that you hit dead center and it drops dead perfect in the speed. And I always took pride in it. But, yeah, I think if you worked on keeping your lower body quiet and your blade alignment to, the, to where you want to start the ball um, and you go through that routine and you, you make a habit of it, I think you're going to get much better at short putts. Okay, good points there. I, I think that sometimes we, because of how we give gimme putts, sometimes you stand over a four-footer and – you you know we don't we don't you don't hit them enough over the course of the rounds and I think that's where sometimes people can nerve up sometimes that they end up having to do it. Well, I'm never giving you a four footer. <laughs> I'll give you a two footer. Two footer. Yeah, I'm not yeah. giving you any four footers anyway. But those, I watch younger players hit Don too, and they seem to just go dead center of the hole. Now they're also Don could be a little bit of that too with the fact that you are allowed to leave the pin in. I don't know if you think that changes at all, maybe on a shorter putt. Um, I mean, that's a matter of choice, obviously. Um, my, my personal opinion is that if it's a long putt or it's a downhill, something that's slippery, maybe it's an advantage to leave it in there. Uh, my, men, my mindset is I'm taking up room, you know, with that stick in there when it's a short putt. I, I really don't want it in there. 
Uh, but the young guys, like you say, I think some of that is they don't have the scar tissue that you and I have. Like, you know, we <laughs> we played a certain hole. And, thinking about the misses. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, God, last time I played this hole, I missed a three-footer. And, you, and if that's happening, you got to got to step away from it for a second. Don't don't continue the routine. Just, you know, and but don't stand over them too long. I think that's where we get in trouble. You know, you're starting to think about it, and then, then you know, those little things creep into your, your brain. Yeah, I can't uh, <laughs> think in golf at the same time. That's for no. sure. Yeah. But in putting, you know, I think also people need to like kids are kids are great. Like you said, they don't have any um, any they just get up and it's a simple thing to them. Right. Yeah. And we can sometimes complicate it. And we see all the negatives, like you said, that can happen as opposed to I'm just going to see that ball going in the hole every time. I think I talked to you about your son. We got that slant board. You know, yeah, if you can hit. I always thought the winter was a great time to get better at putting. Because you can get a simple thing like we have that truth board. It's a it's a raised thing with a smaller hole and it's three, three feet, feet long. Yeah. yeah, and you just hit three footers all day. It's funny how after you hit hundreds of them, like you can tell where you hit it on the blade, and you can tell if that roll was tight. You can kind of put a little hook spin on it, a little cut spin on it, depending on your path and your blade, and you just start to get a real feel for your putter. And it's a good time to check that your putter fits you properly. So there's different types of putters. There's like the old eighty-eight oh two, like Arnold Palmer and Jack use that. If you let that, the toe hangs down, and then some are face balanced. So if you let that putter sit, it sits at 90 degrees. And those have a little less twisting on off-center hits, and they're kind of more or less for straight back, straight through. There's no straight back, straight through, really. But um, but they tend to be more popular, and the answer style is maybe the most popular with the good players um, just because it's it's got a lot of feel. It's got what we call quarter droop, and it's it's just a good, versatile putter when you're working around every part of the green. You said Arnold Palmer. Of course, the tournament this week is the Arnold Palmer Invitational on the PGA Tour. And uh, if you watch the coverage this weekend, I'm sure you'll have, hear stories about people meeting Arnold Palmer and everybody has all these positive things to say about it uh, along the way. Um, when you look back at what Palmer has done for the game, Don, I mean, w when, when we compare what any individual has done, whether they've played on the PGA Tour or not, like just in terms of contributions to the game, if we were making a Mount Rushmore of golf in the history of it from the start to present, uh, I'm sure if everybody's picking four people, everybody has Arnold Palmer on that list. Yeah, for sure. The king. Um, I, uh, I was fortunate. I actually worked for Arnold Palmer. It was, it's a number of years ago, uh, but I, I was a rep for his company. It was, it was called Pro Group back then. So uh, the older guys like me know about it. But, you know, they had, a, they had a line of hot sea golf bags and Duxter apparel and Peerless equipment. And, I remember. Yeah, so I, I probably called on you at one time, Jeff. I as a, yeah. probably bought something. Yeah. yeah. Did you buy anything? <laughs> I don't think sure you did. I think you were a stiff. But anyways. Jeez, Jeff, cheap. Come on. I'm not buying anything for Don. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I, I was fortunate to actually meet him a few times live. And he's everything you hear about. You know, he just, you know, super humble and he stood in 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 a, in a, in a uh, meeting that he stood up a sales meeting and just thanked everybody and it was amazing steve stricker was on the staff new at that time so we're, we're going back a few years ago mm -hmm. but steve got emotional as he stood up and thanked you know mr palmer really um we actually played a little a few rounds with steve stricker and uh, uh wargo back then Tom yeah on the champions tour and so it was kind of cool we played a few holes with each guy uh but and then we got a chance to play Bay Hill a couple times. So uh, a lot tougher than – it's a lot tougher than it looks like on TV for sure. Yeah, I played there. One of my coolest golf experiences in my life is I played Latrobe. 
And Mr. Palmer was in the group behind me. And that's the course in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area where he where he grew up. Grew up, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's a little clubhouse there, and there's Mr. Palmer watching me hit off the first tee, calling me pro, and he's in the group behind me. You want to talk about a little bit nervous and, and pretty cool. And I got to get my picture taken with him in the halfway house, and he's got the uh, he's got the uh, lemonade. What's his half and half drink? And his the yeah, Arnold Palmer. Yeah, the Arnold Palmer. He has the Arnold Palmer in his hand. He's a much <laughs> bigger man than I thought. I you know you see, I thought he was five nine, and he's a big strong fella. He's not he's not a thin. Yeah, he's a he's a well built man, or he was. Yes, and he's got one of the best logos in all of sports, right? The the multicolored umbrella. It's a, it's a cool logo. Yeah, actually, uh, one of the lines we carry, uh, it's called William Murray. Um, now I'm going to spoil a little bit for everybody, but uh, we've got some stuff ordered uh, that has some of the Palmer umbrellas on it. So, it, you know, we're gonna, we'll have that in the spring. Yeah, it's funny how that just brings to mind uh, Mr. Palmer as soon as you see that multicolored umbrella. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if you watch the tournament this weekend, so... You both have played Bay. Have you played? You said you I both have, have played it's, Bay Hill. It's been a long time, but I played a yeah, long time. So if it's when hard. when we watch this weekend, what are last year the sixth hole got a ton of attention because that's the par five that essentially is a banana. It kind of wraps around the water. And remember DeChambeau last year when he won, some of those rounds he drove it much more further advanced than most people are doing. He uh, trying to fly at 350 in the air right which obviously jeff that's how you played it too but yeah. i think i was having I, I think i hit a persimmon driver with a balada golf ball last time <laughs> well <laughs> you're older than i am yeah. Yeah. but yeah it's what a, do you remember about that round like what, what what's cool about this course times. there's a lot of things that are cool about this course that course and just being there and like mr palmer's office he has an office there which is really really cool too when you walk in and and the staff and, and we had a tournament there and it, it was just um i mean it's a Great Florida golf course is what it is. They're, you know, Florida golf courses sometimes they can blend together. That one, um, it's super well designed. It'll ch- you got to hit a lot of shots. I remember being hot and firm and dry when I played. So it was uh, and the rough. I, it, there was a lot of things that were really really cool. And having watched it on TV, then you then you get to watch it and then you play it. And you, it makes it a lot more fun. What do you yeah, remember, Don? Number number six. What you're talking about? Yeah. I, I our group we just for fun. You know, we hit two balls off that tee because it wasn't a tournament and we were just playing and. Um, I, I tried to cut a little bit off. I wasn't even close. I mean, you know. You didn't went, take the DeChambeau line? <laughs> no. I, I think he probably hits it 100 yards further than I do off the tee. So. Not probably. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, I, I remember that. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing. And then 18, I think, was a really cool finishing hole. cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so as you, you know, you've got a nice water hazard. And I, I, I do remember I, I hit it, and, and, and the name escapes me. He was a tour player. There was a plate in the fairway where he hit his James, drive, Robert. Yes. yes, thank you. Good job. And uh, wow. And then uh, I remember hitting it there, but I was playing a different tee, tee uh, location than he was. I'm sure. So hold out from there to win the tournament one year. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't hold out though. My my second shot uh, ended up on the rocks, but I carried the water hazard and got it up and down. Oh, so quit bragging. Quit yeah. Bragging. No. No. Just uh, just trying to hang on. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fun place to play, and it'll challenge you. You know, yeah. that's the people. People. Well, I played it. Well, you didn't play it during PGA Tour conditions either, when the roughs up and the greens are firm and fast, and the the pins are tucked and everything else. So, seven thirty-seven here on Tee to Green. We're live at Pendleton Creek Golf Club in North Tonawanda. We're with Don Schneider, the PGA Pro here, membership director, director of golf, many hats he carries. Uh, including giving us our nice warm welcome here this morning as uh, we're live and on the air on WGR. PGA Pro Jeff Meadis here with me, Brian Coziel. Kevin Sylvester, the third man of our team, is at Bay Hill. Uh, he's working the event this week. Watched a, a little ESPN Plus, the main feed yesterday. Kevin was doing the announcing on that, so that's cool. So we'll get an update from him uh, coming up 
in our last segment of the show. Next week, a huge tournament, the Players' Championship uh, on the PGA Tour at Sawgrass. Have you played there? I have. Have you done? No. I have not. But a lot of, we know the holes, though, really well, obviously. Yeah, a little scary. First time since 1994 that either Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson will not be playing. They're both out of the event. There's four players that are eligible that are not playing. Woods, Mickelson, Stricker, we mentioned him earlier, you said that, and Harris English due to an injury. So those four players. Other than that, everybody's committed. So you essentially have the entire top 100 in the world playing in the event like that. That's and, why it's uh, the fifth major, right? And yeah. If you beat that field, you beat everybody. Yeah, that's a good week. And maybe the most exciting finish, or at least maybe well-known finishing holes in golf, the par 5 16th, the island green 17th, and then the tough par 4 18th. That's a, that's a great start. Just sets up for great drama. Yeah, that wa- it's like the 6th at uh, Bay Hill with the water all the way down the left yeah. on 18 there. It's, and having played there, it's pretty cool. The 17th. It looks a little harder on TV. I mean, it's hard because it, but it's not a long hole. Yeah. You know, it's a 130, 35 yards. And uh, yeah, my, my story is there. I hit it to four or five feet and missed it. So yeah, <laughs> that was a bummer. It would have been three birdies in a row. But uh, but it's a really cool place. Um, of course, I doubled 18, but I didn't mention that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it in the water. But it's a, it's a cool place. And that's one of those places like Augusta where you you get to know the holes or Bay Hill, and and that's why I thought you know that's what's nice about the tour. We had this conversation last week about you know the rival tour. Well, what makes our tour great is hey, you know the holes at Bay Hill, you know the holes at TPC Saga, you know Augusta, you know, because you watch it year after year and you you see these players go through. They're the best players in the world every year, and it and it, it adds to the fun and the excitement of it, especially if you can play it. I agree, Don. Uh, just a minute or two left here with you. Um, I know that you mentioned earlier membership doing great here and full with a waiting list, so that's great news. Uh, but we know that companies in the area, businesses, charities, uh, sometimes they are run, like to run golf events in the summer. And I know uh, you had said that you actually have maybe a, an opening or two here for Monday events. Yeah, uh, we do, Brian. Um, we Last time you and I talked, we were full, um, and, and things happened. Um, so I had a few openings. So uh, Monday events, uh, you know, we run a, a great event here. Uh, the nice thing is it's because we're a private club. You have exclusivity of the, of the golf course that day, as long as it's you know a, a good good sized field, um, and then uh, you know you can contact me there to tr- try to book that. And as far as the uh, wait list goes, um, things happen in life. So you know sometimes a, a person it could be a medical, it could be a, a job relocation. Um, so you know I tell anybody that's on our wait list, hey, don't don't be discouraged. You know I'll at the moment someone uh, leaves the club, uh, unfortunately we don't want to lose anybody, but. Uh, when somebody does, uh, we're going to fill that spot. So I'll get right on it and, and get a hold of you. Um, and you can just reach me. Uh, best way is email. It's just don at pendletoncreek.com. Real simple. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, kind of the waiting list. I, I, I Honestly, I get inquiries uh, pretty much daily. Uh, so that's a good thing. That's great. Yeah. Good for you. It's a good problem to have, It's right? a good problem to have, yes. And yeah, A little different than a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, Jeff, uh, you and I have sampled some of the food here at the pub, so – uh, we know we, we give it our endorsement. Uh, if you want to have it even just an event in the pub, you can too, right? And the new patio that's all set up, you can make it for a really kind of nice day. Yeah. So um, one thing I you know we, we need to uh, mention is that the pub is open to the public. Um, so uh, the ownership made a, a smart decision there the, to carry us through the winter months and, and have a 12-month business. Um, that that's busy over there. It's doing very well. Um, you know, the club, uh, the golf side will be private, will remain private uh, as we go. Uh, but you can book, uh, you can do 
banquets. Uh, we have a banquet manager, so there could be a, a birthday party. Could be uh, I just had one of our new members ask about an NFL draft party. I said, yeah, I'm sure we can do that. So, cool. you know, maybe we do that on the patio. You know, who knows? But uh, we have uh, a great staff here. Ron Kubiak uh, came over from uh, 716 and Labatt House, and uh, he's running a great show over here. So uh, people can, and, and, you know, book anything we want. Uh, we do have, uh, you can contact me same way, and I can give you the, the information there. I like stopping in for a beer and chicken wings once in a while, too. So I recommend that. Yeah, well, come on over. You, you don't live far away, do you? No, I don't. And yeah. the best the best junior camp food in western New York by far. Yeah, I know some of the kids, uh, they'll come up and, hey, Coach Don, what's for lunch? I, they, I, I don't know if they care about the golf just right Listen, out of the rack. You know? Don, uh, when I'm out there with the group you give me, that, uh, they are all, what's, what's lunch going to be this week? What, and they're all guessing. I mean, it's great conversation on the course, but. And you give them a grilled cheese and they're happy. That's the other I know. Thing. Oh, yeah, it's kid food. It's chicken fingers. It's French fries. And, yeah, that's what they want. Pizza, yeah. Pizza. I, I sure. like that Kids. Stuff too. Yeah. That's what I want, too. It's basically my I love diet, that stuff. Actually. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's why I look this way. <laughs> Don, thanks so much for having us again. Thank again, you. Email Don at PendletonCreek.com, right? Yep, you got it, guys. Okay. Don Schneider, Director of Golf, Membership Director here, PGA Pro at Pendleton Creek Golf Club. We'll take a break here on TD Green. When we come back, we will uh, go to Kevin Sylvester live in Orlando at Bay Hill. We'll get a couple of thoughts from him on this week's Bay Hill Invitational uh, with uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational as we roll on. Back with more TD Green on Pendle- from Pendleton Creek Golf Club here in North Tonawanda on WGR right after this. You're listening to Tee to Green presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Time now for our Champions Tour Report, brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf apparel. Champions Tour Report time as we welcome you back to TD Green, live at Pendleton Creek Golf Club in North Tonawanda. The Hogue Classic going on this weekend at Newport Beach Country Club, and Cameron Beckham is your leader so far uh, through one round. No surprise, Bernhard Longer right at the top there. He's one shot back at minus six along with Stephen Dodd. Um, Jeff Maggart, Ernie Ells are uh, in a tie for fourth right now, two shot back at minus five. Jeff Maggart, I haven't heard that name in a while. I used to watch that guy play a lot of golf. Ernie Ells, Bernhard Longer, those are some, uh, some guys ones. with some great careers that are continuing to play well on the Champions Tour. Yeah, there's a video of Ernie Ells hitting balls on the range next to Freddie Couples once, and, I, and it's the question, it's like, who has the more syrupy move? Yeah. And he's a big man, Those too. Those two s- smooth swings. Yeah, Those he, are butters. <laughs> he's a big, strong guy, Ernie, too. And what a cool guy. I know. Champions Tour Report brought to you by Donald Ross. Speaking of Donald Ross, thank you, Jeff, for dropping off my uh, beautiful clothes. Yeah. Right, we got a whole new set. Yeah. Every year, it's like our uh, it's our new line. It's the new swag for T to Green, yeah. I, I was thinking that, obviously, you know, the pros, the, the guys that have the clothing deals, they tweet out what their outfit is. 
for you know like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was thinking that probably we should start doing that for our. Here's our Saturday show outfit from Donald you, Ross. You want to talk about going viral on Twitter? I, <laughs> if we did something like that, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it's good marketing. I know the always well dressed Kevin Sylvester. I'm sure he's looking dapper this morning. It's 7:49 a.m. Kevin, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, fellas. Yes, I just, I, I just, you know, uh, wake up looking great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, your your valet helps you get ready in the morning, right? I mean, it's not just you. Yeah, well, that that's true. You know, there's some things you have to budget for, Jeff, and uh, that's one thing that's <laughs> not negotiable. We uh, we're here at Pendleton Creek. We were talking with with uh, Don Schneider earlier, and obviously with Jeff too, Kev, uh, just about what makes Bay Hill special. They had both played it. They had both uh, had interactions with Arnold Palmer. We know the week, of course, lots of reminiscing about the King, uh, but Bay Hill. Now that you've had a chance to uh, to see it more and uh, an opportunity uh, to, to see the, the best in the world play this course. What do you think makes Bay Hill special? Well, um, yeah, there, there is the nostalgia with the King uh, in itself. And um, I'll tell you one of the great moments I've had um, an experience, a great experience I've had working on the PGA tour is getting to visit Mr. Palmer's office. And, uh, it, it took major convincing from uh, his secretary to sit in the chair. And <laughs> I said, no, I'm not sitting behind the desk. And I don't know if I've shown you guys those pictures, but uh, um, it, it was just phenomenal. Uh, the, the experience is office and all the um, items in there from his major medals to the framed letter from President Eisenhower family photos in the, I mean, to set up uh, as if he still goes in there to work every day. Uh, really a, a, a cool place. Um, the golf still, course is still the red velvet rope, Kev. Oops. I'm sorry. No, no, that's, that's the thing. And, and there's a guest book in there. I didn't sign it. I'm like, I am not signing this. I just, I still felt like I didn't, be, I didn't belong there. That I almost wasn't worthy, but they, they were just so welcoming to uh, visit it. Um, the golf course itself, it is demanding, uh, as we've seen, uh, because of the winds that they come up, but the way they have the rough. I mean, this is set up like a, a major uh, this week. The way the rough is set up, the speed of the greens, I mean, it's, it's extremely difficult, and uh, there's penalty areas that uh, are, are there on most every hole. Kev, do you think it's set up that way because the players is next week, or is it set up this way every year? It's been set up this way uh, every year I've been covering, and that's been uh, the last handful of years, last five. So it's been set up uh, this way for difficulty. And there are just some shots, and players have learned uh, how to play it, and then it all depends upon the wins. Like, for example, number six, uh, the par five. We all remember last year from you know Bryson DeChambeau uh, being encouraged to take a more aggressive line and take it directly over the water. He was able to do it. McElroy was able to do it. But most often, players will not because of, of the wind. Like, you need some wind to help you with that. And if it's not there, you have to take the more conservative line to play that. And even then, uh, the layup's like playing to a par three, and then it depends on where that whole location is. You know, yesterday, the whole plate just 532 yards, but it played much harder than the first day because the whole location in the front left, you just – Hard to take that flag stick on, and the, the wind was blowing, and the the, the the break was pretty severe. And then the, then the other thing, the length of the par threes, um, they're 
you know, yesterday, 17 played 232 yards all the way back up on a hill, and it was the second most difficult hole on the golf course, where the previous day played 170. So I, I, I think the variety and what they can do in course setup makes it a special place. And, and then again, back to where it all began, Arnold Palmer. Yep, very cool. Kevin Sylvester from uh, down in Florida, the Bay Hill Invitational, the Bay Hill Ar- Arnold Palmer Invitational this week. Uh, let's just talk quickly, Kev, uh, for a moment about the top of the leaderboard. Uh, Victor Hovland is on top. He had a great round yesterday of a 66. Uh, McElroy, who's played great in this event over the course of his career, uh, after a 65 went with a 72 yesterday, but he's right there, just two off the lead. Uh, those have got to be two big names that I'm sure will be uh, trying to figure out a way to win this weekend. Oh, yeah. it's This is um, a great leaderboard, and it's going to be uh, fun to watch. Because of the difficulty and because of the wins, you know, nobody is immune to a penalty area, making a bogey. Like, you can't see anybody bogey-free. Uh, you know, you haven't uh, this week just because of all that comes into play. I mean, McElroy went out and shot 65 in round one, shot even yesterday, and it was an up-and-down uh, even par. Victor Hovland, uh, you know, 69-66. That was, was a great round of golf, actually. Yesterday, but he had mild conditions in the morning. There wasn't any wind uh, blowing when he shot that 66. So and there's only three players at the top that have shot two rounds in the 60s. That's Hovland, Hatton, and Taylor Gooch. And do not sleep on Taylor Gooch. This guy is playing great golf. He, he wanted to win before he turned 30. He accomplished that right before he did by winning the RSM Classic and has continued his great play. Um, and he's a competitor, so... Don't count him out. Uh, he'll be in the penultimate group today with Rory McIlroy. Kev, before we let you go, how can people listen to you this weekend? I know uh, you're going to be working on the coverage Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I, I am uh, actually on PG Tour Live uh, this week on ESPN Plus. So if you have ESPN Plus on the app, I'll be uh, working between the main feed and feed number four, which is featured holes, and I'll be on starting at 9:30 a.m on the main feed to uh, 11 a.m., and then I'm going to slide over uh, to the featured holes feed at 11 a.m., and so I'll be uh, back and forth between those two throughout the day. Awesome. I uh, was listening to you yesterday on the main feed. sounded great, so uh, keep representing TD Green well. Good job, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, Kev. Thanks so much. Will do, guys. Give uh, my best to everybody uh, there at Pendleton Creek. We will. Thank you. Kevin Sylvester there, live uh, as uh, he's covering the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week. He's got a cool job, doesn't he? He gets to follow the tour around and walk with these players and cover it on TV. Yeah. yeah a... Yesterday afternoon, I was just up, pulled it up on the laptop, the the ESPN Plus main feed, and there's Kevin announcing. So I'm like, sweet, there's my buddy announcing the games, announcing the, announcing the second round there. <laughs> and I hate to give him any kind of credit, but he's actually very good at it, too. That's why he's doing he it. He does yeah. a great job. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure. Hey, I want to thank Don Schneider and everybody here at Pendleton Creek for their warm welcome this week, as always. Um, If you missed the segment earlier with Don, um, some of the course information, we'll have it up on our on-demand audio section a little bit later this morning, WGR550.com. I'll also tweet out the link as well uh, at Brian WGR. But if you want to contact Don, uh, if if your business or charity is looking to run a Monday golf event, there's still uh, a week or two open. Don can try to get you in. Uh, or if you want to hold an event here at the pub, um, you can do so as well. You can contact Don. The easiest way to do so, email Don, D-O-N, at PendletonCreek.com. Uh, that is his uh, email address. And uh, if 
you forget that too, uh, you can send that. You can uh, get a hold of me as well. Uh, or you can also do banquets at PendletonCreek.com as well. So uh, if you forget Don's name, you can do banquets at PendletonCreek.com. And if you forget both of them, contact me and uh, on my Twitter handle, and I'll make sure that Don gets the information. But uh, I'll say this, being a member here, just to, to kind of close out, uh, what Don said earlier, the new membership team and what Don and, and Dylan Hayes, one of the other pros here, and, and uh, what everybody's doing here just – it makes you want to be a part of a golf community. It is, they have done such a great job just talking to members. Uh, it, I'm always excited to play golf, but when you, to be around people that also love golf, uh, Jeff, that's contagious. And I know you are here enough. I think you feel that too. And, and for me being a member and seeing the improvements and the excitement that the new ownership team is bringing, like I'm, I am pumped selfishly for me and all the members, but I am pumped for them because I think uh, they're making everybody's golf experience great here well first and foremost they're good people and they're yeah. good professionals so and that's you know i like coming just to chat with these guys you know and yeah. just seeing what saying hi and i live close so yeah they're good people and they're fun to be or it makes it fun to be around the golf course okay next week we will be up at a new facility up in niagara falls the Lynx golf and tap uh nick latempio the owner there has gotten that up and going we went up and met him uh, a few weeks ago, so uh, we'll be up there, an indoor facility in Niagara Falls. So if you don't know anything about that, make sure you tune in next week, 7 to 8, uh, here on WGR. Big thanks to our producer back in our Amherst studio, Zachary Jones. Zach, thank you so much for your work today. And again, to Don Schneider here at Pendleton Creek. For Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Minas. Jeff, enjoy the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. All right. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. T to Green every Saturday right here on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details we all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing and once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. 
Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.